Hey, this is Scott Todnam, and you're listening to the Life is the Future podcast, a podcast for health education, middle school, and life in general. Hey, everyone. I hope you're hanging in there during this quarantine time of the COVID-19 coronavirus. Our podcasts are on hold with the students during the school year since we are not meeting in person, and we're going to see how long that's going to be. This could be for a a longer time than we all expect. So that's going to place season two of the Life is the Future podcast on an indefinite hiatus for now, which is too bad. Um, Our student hosts of this year, Salil and Shauna, as well as Lauren and Reese, were doing an outstanding job. And if we can get them back in, especially to put a wrap up on things for the school year, then we will definitely do that. When we're actually in school and in the health classroom, we do some Friday fun activities at the start of each period in 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. And I was going to post some audio for my students through the screen that uh, are e-learning right now, but I figured why not make it public? And what I can try and do is do a podcast each and every Friday, um, at least during our quarantine time. So for the time being, what I'll try and do is record something real quick and uh, clue everybody in as to what we might be doing on uh, our Fridays if we were learning in person. At the uh, Especially this is going to be true for the 6th and 7th graders. Um, we do something in 6th grade that we always call wacky facts. And these can be facts that are pertinent to the discussions we've been having. They're maybe relevant to the topics we've been examining or the health skills we've been recently looking at. Or they can just be for fun. Sometimes they're just drop everything and learn um, some wacky facts, what I call wacky facts. Um, And then at seventh grade, at the seventh grade level, we usually do something called trivia. And the trivia question of the week leads into some information as well as some more wacky facts, specifically about the human body. It kind of lets us do some things with the body systems and doesn't take too much um, time away from other things that we're doing with whatever skill and content at the seventh grade level. So I figure what I'll try and do every Friday is maybe offer up some of those things. So I'm gonna give you the trivia question that we would start off seventh grade with at the quarter. And I'll also give you some wacky facts we would start the quarter with Um, at the 6th and 7th grade level. Okay, so the question of this week, the trivia question would be, what happens to swallowed gum? And I'm going to get to that at the end of this podcast. In the meantime, I'm going to give you some wacky facts about the human body. So I'm going to kind of mix things together. All right, so the trivia question to be thinking about, maybe you already know this answer without doing any research, is what happens if you swallow a piece of gum? All right, so stay tuned for the answer towards the end of the podcast. In the meantime, here's some wacky facts about the human body, the amazing human body. And to my knowledge, these are true. Do fact check me out there and let me know if I got something incorrect in all of my research. Sometimes you happen upon facts out there and they just aren't correct. They're myths, maybe. They sound cool, but they might not be factual. All right, so I'm going to give you, I'm going to rip off a couple of wacky facts about the human body for a week one look on Friday fun from Mr. Tottenham's health classroom, okay? The average adult is made up of 100 trillion cells. And if the information contained in the DNA, the deoxyribonucleic acid, if that could be written down, it would be so much information, it would fill about a thousand different encyclopedia books of hundreds of pages each. A fun connection here, the longest word in the English language is 1,909 letters long, and it refers to a distinct part of the DNA. 
Uh, humans are born with about 270 bones, but when we get to be an adult, we only have around 206. Many of these bones fuse together, specifically in the skull, such as the parietal bone and the occipital bones in the head. However, this number, 206, that's even questionable since we have bones called accessory bones that are small and they're not counted in that total. More than half of the bones in the human body are in the hands and feet. One quarter of the bones in your body are in your feet, and each hand has 27 bones, which means that together the body's two hands and two feet have about 106 bones. While speaking about bones, the femur, the human thigh bone, it's stronger than concrete in a lot of ways. And the same is true with the enamel of our teeth, which is the outer layer of our teeth. Teeth are almost as hard as rocks. But of course, don't give it a try to see which one wins. <laughs> the only jointless bone in our body, a bone without a joint, is called the hyoid bone in your throat. And the tiniest um, bones are, of course, in our inner ear, the uh, stapius of the middle ear. It's just about one-fifth of an inch long. Most humans, most babies, they're born with dark brown or dark blue eyes, and then that changes within the first few weeks to months after birth. There's a myth out there that our eyes are close to the same size from birth into adulthood, but the reality is our eyes, the actual orbit, it's about 75% the size of an adult. But everybody is, in fact, born colorblind, and then the rods and cones develop within the first few months, and we can see color. Let's speak about muscles real quick. Uh, you sit on the biggest muscle in your body, I think some of you know this already, the gluteus maximus, aka your butt. <laughs> Each of those two cheeky muscles tips the scales at about two pounds, sometimes even more, and that's not including the overlying fat layer. The strongest muscle in your body, however, is the tongue. The most active muscles that you have are those that control the movement of your eyes. You would have to walk something like 50 miles for your legs to get the same amount of exercise that your eyes do daily. There's some misleading info out there that states that it takes about 42 muscles in your face to frown, but only 20-something to smile. Technically, you need around 12 muscles to do a true smile and maybe 11 to frown. But those numbers are arguable because of human differences and how we explain and express feelings. So how do we display our emotions? But nonetheless, smiling does have a positive effect on our emotional well-being. Just like happiness can make you smile, smiling can contribute to happiness. Skin, the skin, I think a lot of you already understand that the skin, the epidermis, it's the largest body organ. The skin is the thickest, it's about a fifth of an inch on our upper back. It's also very thick, about the same, maybe even a little bit more for some people, on the pads of our feet, the bottom of our feet, and our palms, our hands. It's the thinnest on our eyelids, which is only like a 50th of an inch thick. A person's skin is somewhere around 16% of our total body weight, and that means most adult skin weighs somewhere at 20 pounds or more. That's a large surface area covered, the epidermis, of course, our skin. However, if we were able to take all of the lung tissue and spread it out from our two lungs of one human body, this surface area of the lungs is approximately the same as a tennis court. The right lung is usually larger than the left. Technically, the right lung is a little wider than the left lung, but it's also shorter. And this is because it has to make room for the liver, which is right underneath it, it's right beneath that lung. The left lung is narrower because it needs to make a little bit more space for the heart and the shape that the heart is actually placed into your chest or grows into your chest. 
We lose about a half a liter of water a day through breathing. Maybe you know what a two liter of liquid looks like, like a two liter of soda or something like that. So a half of one liter through breathing. This is all water vapor. It's the moisture that you can see when you breathe onto glass. A sneeze. Sneezes travel out of your mouth at close to 100 miles per hour. The highest recorded sneeze speed is 102 miles per hour. Many people mistakenly believe that cartilage never stops growing. The fact is cartilage does stop growing. However, cartilage is made of things called collagen and other fibers, and that begins to break down as we age. And the result is basically a drooping effect, making things like our earlobes look a lot larger in our older people. Let's talk more about growth. Fingernails grow nearly four times faster than toenails, and our hair grows at an approximate rate of, get this, 0.00000001 miles per hour. <laughs> okay, so I think in a different week, I'll talk a lot about the brain and give you some wacky facts specific to our brain, but I'll give you a couple teasers. Because of the brain activity, as well as some other body functions, we do use calories while sleeping. Our body also releases growth hormones while we sleep, especially at a young age and adolescence. And the average person falls asleep in around seven to 10 minutes. All right, here's my final two weird ones, and you can definitely fact check me. I don't really know if this is true, but I found them to be kind of comical. So I'll share these strange ones with you, and then I'll give you the answer to what happens to swallowed gum. All right, I found out that uh, according to some sound energy research. If you yelled, if a person yelled for eight years, seven months, and somewhere around six days, you would have produced enough sound energy to heat one cup of coffee. I also found this one, same place, but again, we'll see if this is even true. If you were to <clears throat> pass gas, <laughs> if you were to fart consistently for six years and nine months, Enough gas is produced that could create the energy, approximately, of an atomic bomb. <laughs> okay, so there's your wacky facts for our first Friday. I'm trying this out. We'll see if people even are interested in this stuff. Again, please fact check me as much as possible. Okay, so what happens to swallowed gum? Well, a lot of time we have these myths that are passed on that swallowed gum sticks somehow into our stomach or it sticks to our intestines. I had one student even say one year that if you swallow gum, it sticks to your heart. And we, we had to have a conversation about how the digestive system and circulatory system, they're not really connected, right? So what happens to swallow gum? No, it doesn't stay in your stomach for something like seven years. Could you imagine if that was the case? What if you swallowed another piece of gum? Does it just stick there next to its buddy and just hangs out next to its friend? Hey, how long are you in here for? <laughs> and then you mark your, maybe you set an alarm for seven years in the future. You know, maybe I make a good joke in health class or something and you're, you're chewing gum and you accidentally swallow that gum. Oh no. Does that stay in your stomach and you have to mark your calendar for seven years afterwards and then you get, get, get to get rid of that gum? It's ridiculous, right? So no, gum does go through the digestive system. It doesn't break down as much as food breaks down, but it will go through in about two to three hours like everything else that you digest, okay? Here's some really quick wacky, because we just talked wacky facts, here's some really quick facts about gum that I usually give to seventh graders and then I'll say goodbye until next week. The first patent for chewing gum was issued way back in 1869 to William Semple. He was a dentist out of Ohio. 
but the world's oldest piece of chewing gum they think is over 9,000 years old. There are more than a thousand varieties of gum manufactured and sold in the U.S. And in the United States, the, the same has been true for decades. The most popular flavors are cinnamon, spearmint, and peppermint. Most of the bubblegum, especially original bubblegum, was pink because that first successful bu bubblegum, the inventor ran out of all the other colors except for pink, and pink finally stuck, <laughs> quote unquote stuck. So that's why a lot of the original bubblegum was pink because a lot of the companies copied the first successful bubblegum, so they all made them pink. Americans chew approximately $2.5 billion worth of gum every year. That averages out to be about 200 pieces of gum per American per year, on average. In the UK, that's something like 125 per person per year, on average. In Germany, somewhere around 185 in Russia, 20 in China, and four pieces of gum per year per person, on average, in India, just according to some of the, the research that people do and some of the surveys put out there. Uh, according to the Great American Chewing Gum book, it's by Robert Hendrickson, if all of the pieces of gum chewed in America each year were laid end to end, it would equal a stick of gum five million miles long. That's long enough to reach to the moon and back 10 times. Uh, what else do I have for you? They say if you chew gum while cutting onions, you won't get as many tears that show up. And finally, a couple last wacky facts for your Friday. The biggest bubblegum bubble blown is by a person named Chad Fell out of the US. It was without hands, 20 inches in diameter. The largest bubble ever blown with hands, meaning the person touched the gum to help expand it, that was 23 inches in diameter and that world record was set way back in 1994 by Susan Williams of California. And then finally, here's the Guinness Book of World Records chomp title. Richard Walker holds the chomp title. He chewed, listen to this, 135 pieces of gum at the same time for eight hours straight. All right, on that note, we'll leave you. Uh, tune in, maybe try this every single Friday. I'm gonna give you a trivia question of the week that I tend to give my students. And I'll give you some wacky facts. Again, some of it might have nothing to do with any topic, except it's all fun for life and learning. All right, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. Hope you're well out there. Everybody stay safe. Keep that social distancing thing going. And uh, we'll see when we can actually meet in person again. Until then, thanks for tuning in.